What is going on everybody and welcome to another, yes that's right, another episode of Tunji's Podcast. I am your host, Tunji Taylor-Lewis. I believe that this is episode 7 of Tunji's Podcast. You know guys, operation, putting out a podcast for every weekday. I should have said that before in the other podcast, but my plan has been to put out one of these um, Monday through, well, five days a week um, and it's going pretty well so far um, it's definitely a different routine because I've been used for the past you know um, for the past you know year and a half or so with just doing the lip sync videos for a little while I was putting out two lip sync videos a day and so it's definitely an interesting transition you know and um, I really, really appreciate the positive feedback that I've been getting it because like, it can be really scary to transition in such a, you know, drastic way, especially when your, your following has been used to, you know, your content being a certain way for a while. Um, but I really appreciate the feedback, you know, I've been getting some DMs of people who want to either join the podcast or really enjoy specific things I've been saying on there. Or you know, you know, whatever the case may be, I've been really like appreciating the response. So, yeah. So you know, we're still at it. Hopefully, I'll be able to keep on doing this for a while. Um, you know, hopefully, I'll have like you know stuff that I'll continue to be wanting to say. Um, you know, I always have stuff rolling through my mind, so you know, hopefully, that stuff will actually you know translate into podcast episodes. And uh, yeah, you know, we're gonna keep it rolling. Um, so today, while I was at work, you know, while I was pretending to work, I should say, I was scrolling through Instagram and I saw this video of this uh, female singer, really amazing voice. She was singing a Whitney Houston, she was singing a Whitney Houston song. She was singing, um, she was singing, I Will Always Love You, right? And, uh, and this lady is a great singer, um, but, but as I was watching the video, I was feeling like pretty like, like, like almost stressed out and perplexed, not in a serious way, but you know, just like a, uh, stressed out and perplexed. And because I've always had in, in this, this thing in my head where I am of the belief that if you're a singer on the come up, if you are a singer on the come up, it would be my recommendation that you would stay away from any and every Whitney Houston song. No, that's not true, not any and every. 80s Whitney, that's cool, sing those songs. You know, the um, I Wanna Dance With Somebody, you know those 80s pop type songs. Those are songs that are real easy to sing, cool, no problem. But 90s Whitney, like Bodyguard Whitney, like I Will Always Love You Whitney, like I Have Nothing If I Don't Have You Whitney, stay away. Stay away. If you are a singer on the gram or if you are a singer on the come up, do not touch 90s Whitney. And I'm going to tell you why. As a listener, when I hear you sing a Whitney song, I'm not going to be able to help but compare it to what I heard Whitney do. Which is completely unfair to you as the singer. But I as the listener cannot help it. Because Whitney is probably like one of the top five vocalists to ever live. And you may very well be an amazing singer, 
But even amazing singers can't touch Whitney. Like, I don't think I'm being controversial when I'm saying that at all. And so it's unfair to the singer to try and do this Whitney song when everybody's going to be looking at it and in their mind, they're not going to be able to help but compare it to the experience that they had when they listened to Whitney sing it for the first time and for the hundredth time because Whitney is just that amazing. Um, yeah, man. And, you know, maybe maybe I'm completely out of pocket because, like, I, you know, do imitations of my favorite, you know, all-time great comedians, like, all the time. And, you know, and, and you know, maybe, you know, like, just, like, how I'm audacious with... With you know doing imitations of them, they should be just as com just as comfortable of of, uh, of trying out you know their idols. But and, and as you should, but but man, <sighs> I mean we we're just talking about Michael yesterday and Whitney Houston's just another one. So it's just like man, like you know, it, if you're on the come up, man, that, that that's a hard one to tackle. But if you decide to do it, more tackle to you. But 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 from my perspective, it's just like you know you probably want to wait a little while before you <laughs> before you go there with it. Um, yeah, man. Sometimes I just kind of like go on these little silly rants and just random stuff pops into my head. Um, just a little update for you guys on on the an episode I did before when I was talking about how frustrated I was with my job and how I feel like my acting stuff wasn't moving along. I'm currently uh, on a job search. Currently searching for a job, uh, for a new job, a job that's, you know, can pay me a bit more than what I'm making right now. Um, a job that can give me more hours and just a job that's just a little bit more structured. Because that's really the issue with my, with the job that I'm at right now. I mean, like, man, it's like, seriously, like, I was just in there. All I did was like create a couple posts, you know, posted them on Instagram and spent the neck the rest of the, you know, five, six hours like either working on my content or or doing nothing but scrolling through the gram and looking at videos on YouTube and you know, my boss has absolutely no idea. And I don't want you guys to be worried about like my boss seeing this because you know, that person isn't on my social media or, or anything like that. So we're good. Don't even don't even trip. Don't even worry about it, but uh, but yeah, man, it's um, it's actually weird. Like I actually like, I actually like working, which is not how I always was. Like when I was a teenager and when 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 I was in middle school, psh, man, I was cool to just chill and relax for like an entire day. Like I was cool with that. But you know, like as I've gotten older and as I've becoming like more passionate, as I've become like more knowledgeable of what my purpose in life is, like I like to feel like my, you know, every hour of my day is being put towards, you know, making that shit happen. And, uh, and you know, like at the time when I did, recorded that episode, it was titled Frustrations of an Actor Trying to Make It. That was sort of like the peak of my frustration because, um, man, I was just really just basically just forced to sit down and do nothing and you know I came to realize that maybe the reason why that was so frustrating for me was because for the first time in a long time I had to just sit down and just be with my own thoughts which is something I hadn't done for a long time up until that point like you know for two and a half straight years you know when I was like on the improv grind I was in the theater all the time and like working on content and just like trying to figure out what like I never 
stopped doing or thinking towards things towards my 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 goals and my dreams and when i finally conceded to like you know what i just need to get a job so i can like make some money and a lot of that job or you know a lot of that job like was just about like sitting down and not doing too much that was really really tough and um you know it, it like sitting down and doing nothing and being with your thoughts can be a good thing because like it can just allow you to like center yourself and really face the things that you were running away from right and um you know just it just really gives you a chance to like you know face those insecurities that are in your head but you know oftentimes we distract ourselves with work and we distract ourselves with you know with, you know with with going after things and it's cool but you know um it, you know, sometimes it's important to just like sit and, and just like be in your own thoughts and think about, well, why do I actually want to do this? And, 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 you know, how can this benefit other than other people other than myself, you know? And, um, you know, I realized that that's, that's what this moment has been for, you know? And, um, that was probably like my question. That's what I was probably praying about all the time. It's just like, like, Lord, like, I know you've called me to this thing. Why is it that I'm now at this job? and I'm not doing anything. Like, I know you've called me to like, you know, something greater. And, you know, like looking back on that time, you know, now I'm realizing it's just like, oh, like, you know, I, I <laughs> it was almost like God, like, first of all, like I was put in a situation where I was like, you know, making the money I needed to like pay my rent, like, you know, and then pay my bills and, and all that stuff. But it was also like, you know, God was putting me in a situation where I finally would turn to him and be like, oh, well, you know, and, you know, I'm definitely the type of personality to be like when I'm given a task or, you know, or when I feel like called to something, I'll sort of like be like ultra super focused. And like, you know, as my mom would say, I, um, I, I get tunnel vision and I forget to do the things to take care of myself. I forget to like, you know, take the time out to pray and take the time out to rest and take the time out to, you know, give myself some leisure time, like, you know. You know, I used to, you know, I, I used to be like one of those people who used to be like super against, you know, going on vacations if you haven't like established your career yet. Because it's just like, well, like my whole philosophy was just like, well, like the whole point of a vacation is to take a break from, you know, is to take a break, is to take a break from work, is to take a break for, from a career. And, you know, you know, a lot of us millennials like to go out and travel like after we graduate and stuff. And, you know, in my mind, I'm just like, okay, but like once I've like established my career, once I've, you know, um, become what I need to be, then I'll be able to vacation better than I can now because there's a there's definitely a limit to, to you know, how much I can ball out in, you know, South America or Italy or wherever, you know, the hell, <laughs> you know, you know, my people my age are going these days and you know i think like during that time when i had to just like sit down and do nothing i think it's it's given me time to realize you know what like um you know maybe maybe going out for a vacation isn't such a bad thing you know like my birthday is coming up and you know maybe 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 go out for a trip maybe just go out and just like have some fun and just do something just for the for the fun of it and um it's also like a really tricky thing too when you have fun doing what you love to do. Like I love creating these podcasts. I love, you know, making those short, you know, videos. Like I love, like it's something that's like literally fun for me and it is fulfilling for me. But like, um, 
so it can be hard sometimes to tell the difference between that and doing stuff that's just that's fun just for fun's sake and like it's it's just it's just it's just fun and you're just hanging out with friends and you know it's not there doesn't have to be a set purpose to everything it's just we're doing it because we're just living life and we're having fun and so uh yeah you know looking back on it that's definitely you know what what that time was about and um you know I, i'm i'm glad i I'm, I'm i went through it i'm glad i'm going through it but you know i'm also glad that you know i'm in, i'm in the process of sort of like getting out of that job because like look at the end of the day i still do love to work i still love to you know work towards you know my, my goals and i like to feel like i'm actively practicing in in my craft which is you know performance number one but then number two is creating content because that's just like the most that's the best thing you can learn as far as you know getting yourself out there uh in my opinion so uh yeah that's just like a little um update on that situation um you know something ex exciting uh that's happened actually you know what shoot i can't talk about that yet i'll talk about it with you guys tomorrow uh let me see let me see what are we at 13 minutes let me give you guys one more i'm sure they've had a bunch of things rolling through my mind um um uh oh here's another one um i i have a theory about like relationships like between between men and women um just observing you know like my personal relationship that i've been in all the great relationships that I've observed, you know, even some of the toxic ones that I've observed. I've I've had this observation that that men men seek pleasure and women seek comfort. Right? And like it's a really raw theory in my head and like I've never actually like flushed it out or talked about it that much, but I'll try to give I'll try to give some examples like, you know, um, it's, it's like, um, oh man, what's like the best way I can use to describe it? Like, like, uh, so for example, my, my girl, Shade, she, huh. oh man, I'm blanking out right here. I should have thought about this <laughs> Or before I thought about, hold on, I'm gonna get it, I'm gonna get it, I'm gonna get it, I'm gonna get it, give me one second. Let me just, okay, I'm just gonna go with it. So, my girl Shade, you know, pretty similar to like the first episode where I was talking about, um, you know, detail-oriented people versus, you know, um, big picture people. Um, you know, going to the movies, I was talking about how like she wants to make sure that she gets the right seat, how she has the right type of popcorn, the right type of drink, you know, having the best possible experience at the at the at the movie theater whereas i am seeking pleasure which means that i'm trying to uh you know find like you know a movie that's gonna you know like make me feel good or make me feel excited or make me feel inspired um that sort of thing so that could serve in his example of like a woman the woman seeking the comfort whereas i'm seeking like the uh the pleasure right um Oh, here's a great example. So us going to a restaurant, here's a better example. So like, I remember when we walked into this restaurant, right? 
there was uh the the way that the tables and chairs were set up is just like it was the the the, the row that was attached to the wall was like uh was like set up like a like a like a couch booth sort of situation it was it was like one long it was one long like straight couch booth sort of thing and like there were tables set up and then like on the on the other side it was a bunch of like wooden chairs set up so like on one side of the of the tables that were set up i hope i'm describing these correctly on one side of the tables that were set up there were wooden chairs on one side and then the other side there was like a more plush um comfortable seating right um every single couple that was there including including my own the woman sat on the more plush you know booth like you know booth like um seating and the guy sat on the wooden chairs and i truly believe that the reason for that is because every guy who walked in there knew that it meant more to the girl to sit on the more comfortable seating than to sit on the more wooden chairs like i believe that for a fact i knew that was the fact for me because like at the end of the day i was feeling hungry and i went to this restaurant you know in addition to spending time with my girl i went to this restaurant so that i would not feel hungry anymore and i could like get some good food in my stomach because that's like that's the that's the pleasure that comes with you know going to a restaurant my girl on the other hand she wants to have like the nice plush seating she wants to know like you know like what's the you know but you know she wants to be very very careful about like what type of food she wants to get i'm not spending as much time thinking about what type of food i want to get i'll just find something on the menu that i'm familiar with i know i like that i know that brings me pleasure cool let's go with that she wants to she wants she wants like the whole like entire you know experience the, the you know the the best the you know the the most you know possible comfort right um and i believe that was the case for like every single couple that was there like literally an entire like imagine an entire row from like front to back in the restaurant you know plus seating all of them were women because the guys knew a this this is gonna make her a lot more happy if we if we give her uh, that position um yeah so that was sort of like a half big theory you know i really really apologize if if that didn't really make a lot of sense but you know as i'm as i said i'm trying to i'm trying my best to you know push myself to go for at least 20 minutes on these things and you know i knew it was going to be challenging but you know it's a good um it's a good challenge for me what else what else can i talk about what else can i talk about hmm let me see what else can i talk about Oh man, you know what this feels like? This feels like being up on stage, like doing stand up and then like forgetting your lines or forgetting what you were gonna say. That's something I could talk about is my experience doing stand up. Um, a lot of people on social media have, because they've seen me doing imitations of like my favorite stand up comedians, they, um, you know, they say a lot of the time, hey, like you should do stand up shows and all that stuff. And like, I wanna make it really clear. I wanna like put it out there. I am not a stand-up comedian and I am not trying to be a stand-up comedian those people who do stand-up those people are are freaking insane they're freaking insane people like just the audacity to do that shit right even for someone like me who's very very comfortable on stage like I'm very comfortable like hosting a show moving the show along introducing other people to come on stage but like 
to go up there with with something and it's all on you and you know like when people are silent because of those jokes you feel it like the the amount of risk that's being taken by doing what those guys do is like crazy like the fact that kevin hart fills up stadiums doing that particular craft is like absolutely unbelievably insane just because of like the degree of difficulty that comes with doing stand-up i tried it i tried it so when i first was doing improv and i was doing research you know back in my university days on like you know how to like make it in the big time you know comedy movies and the big time comedy tv shows i just sort of noticed that all of my heroes or all of the people or most of the people that i admired got their start in comedy and got their start in comedic acting and hosting TV shows by doing stand-up comedy. So I just figured, okay, that's what I need to do to truly be funny. And so uh, I, the first time I did stand-up, it was at this, um, it was at this uh, this dance, uh, this this dance award show or something. I did some stand-up and people were laughing at it people were laughing at it so that was like sort of my first go at it and then i uh, put my name in for like an amateur night at this at the yuck yucks comedy club here in uh, vancouver i tried it it did okay and then the next couple times i did stand up i was bombing like bombing 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 for those of you who don't know what bombing means that means that i was getting no laughs and even a couple times people were looking around like, well, what is this dude doing right here? Like, and dude, when that happens, man, you start to feel hot. Like your brain just like locks up. Every word that you were about to say like goes away and you have to like really, you have to like literally like remember to breathe. <laughs> you have to remember to breathe and like, and just like say something to like move it like right along, right? Oh my goodness, it is like the worst feeling ever when you're up there trying to do stand-up and like, it's not going well. And so, and so, um, I get asked to do some stand-up for a friend of mine. A friend of mine was doing sort of like this fundraiser comedy show. And he said like, look, you like, you know, you have some talent. And uh, he's, and he said like, what we're going to do is I'm going to set you up with a stand-up friend of mine. Like, he's really good and he's going to like mentor you. Um, up until, you know, like the date of the show. So I said, cool. So, you know, this guy mentored me. I had my routine down. Um, and I did that for like maybe like two or three months. I just practiced that one five-minute routine. Um, I get to the show. It goes well. I get the response I want. I get the laughs and the shocks and the everything. Like it, it, went, it went well. And uh, I remember going backstage and I remember feeling good about how it went, like really, really good. But also thinking to myself, you know what? You know, this just isn't for me. And like, I remember thinking like, like it went well and I was just like, you know what? That's it. Like, I want to end this thing off on a good note because the process of getting to like one good five minute set, I was just like, and it's not like I don't like working hard. It's not like I don't like to work towards you know becoming great at something if it really really like resonates with me like i'm the type of dude who like i'm never gonna stop if if i really really want to become great at something and i just remember thinking to myself you know what i enjoy improv more i enjoy the theatrics of improv more 
um, you know, I'm, I'm naturally, I'm naturally better at it. Um, stand-up is cool. I respect the hell out of people who do stand-up now, but you know what? Let me just go on into, you know, being a funny actor thing. Let me just try to be like, you know, the, the Will Smiths of the world or like the, the Will Ferrells, like people who've made a career off of being funny but never doing stand-up. And I think that was just more of the route for me. And so, you know, when I'm start to go on tours and stuff and when I start to do like stage productions and all that type of stuff, like you're going to see like, you know, more skits and more plays and more sketches, but like not stand up. Like the, the most that I'll do, like with a microphone, if I'm up there with a the microphone by that my, by myself is hosting a show. But that's it. I'm not doing any stand up, man, because like stand up is just a beast. And, you know respect to all the people like who are you know on their stand-up comedy grind for real for real not just you know not just you know like dming people on the gram like hey yo can you promote my show and all the like people who are like you know really like serious about the craft like respect to all of you guys because like <laughs> stand-up comedy is no it is really really hard to go there on stage and make a group of people who come from like a bunch of different places and have different perspectives especially nowadays man especially nowadays you know in the social justice social social justice warrior era you know on social media where everybody wants to protest comedians is which is absolutely like ridiculous by the way like you know like leave comedians alone like they're working out their jokes and like you know Granted, you know, some of them might not be appropriate or insensitive, but like the nature of stand-up comedy is to be, you know, is to ride that line, is to be borderline offensive. And like, that's what makes it funny. So, you know, I mean, like, you know, let's spend more time, you know, like going after like, you know, the, the, the crooked politicians and the crooked, you know, millionaires and billionaires in the world who are actually like doing harm to this world. And, you know, if a comedian puts a joke out there, and if a comedian, um, you know, has said a joke, you know, 10 years ago, don't bring that shit back up because like, it's just not, you know, like, like, what are we doing? You know, the, the, the whole point of comedy is to, is to figure out where the edge is and to see if they can make humor out of it. The whole point of stand-up comedy is to take something that is supposedly unfunny or take something that is uh, hard to swallow and to sort of spin it in a way where people can digest it because of its humor. And while these comedians are at comedy clubs, they're just working they're just working their jokes out. They don't have it all the way together yet. But to go to comedy clubs and protest them is just is just not a good use of of anyone's time. Um man. <laughs> Kinda got sidetracked a little bit, yeah, but like yo, like like, and the thing about stand-up is just, like, any everybody kind of feels like if they wanted to, they could. It's not true. There's there's a very, very few amount of people who can go up there on that stage and have a group of people laughing every, you know, 10 to 12 seconds. Like, not an easy thing to do. So, yeah, respect to all you stand-up comedians out there. Um, yeah, and like, you know, like my goal is just to really be like a funny actor. I want to be a funny actor. Like, you know, I don't mind getting a script and, and, and making it my own and like putting my own funny spin on it. Um, I, I do enjoy writing. 
I enjoy, you know, writing sketches. I wrote a sketch show back in my university days and I put that on. Um, you know, it's something that I'm definitely interested in getting into. And um, one theory that I've been toying with is, is, is the fact that, you know, as long as I've been alive, right, or for, for, for a very long time, so like for the past, I would say 20 years, the most impactful movies and the most impactful TV shows that we watch and consume and obsess over with as a culture have been based off of books, right? So if you think about it, like the Avengers, you know, those are all based on comic books. Um, you know, Black Panther, obviously, same, like Marvel comic books. Um, Game of Thrones, based on books. Um, uh, Harry Potter, based on books. Um, freaking Lord of the Rings, based on books. Everything that we watch on Disney. Like, Disney films are based off of, like, old folk tales from, like, 1864. Like, there really, really seems to be, like, this element of, you know... Of, of great storytelling that was written and, and, and thought through. And then when those become adapted into films, those ones tend to do well because like the writing of those stories are incredible. And so that's something that I've definitely been thinking about is like, okay, how do I take that reality? Like literally, if, if, you, if you look through like the, the, the number one movies of the past, 20 years like something crazy like 17 out of the 20 number one movies of the past 20 years have been based on some sort of book so i'm definitely being thoughtful of that and definitely trying to think of like okay how do i take that reality and make it to my advantage and so one thing that i've been definitely thinking about is like you know starting a comic book series you know, why not? Like starting like a comic book series, do some short stories based on some characters that I've done in the past in my improv shows or in my sketch shows or that I've written down, create comic books around them. And then, and then like using that to create, you know, stage plays and then possibly taking that and creating, you know, um, films. So that's definitely been something that's on my mind, something that I definitely want to, want to test out while I'm on this journey of being, you know, an independent, artist or, or or while I'm on the journey of trying to sustain myself as an artist uh, independently because I definitely wouldn't turn down you know a Black Panther type movie or a Jordan Peele movie if it was offered to me definitely would not turn that down but you know in the process of trying to um, you know as Tyler Perry said at the BET Awards create my own table um, that's definitely something that I'm thinking about and considering so hey you know what Sometime in the next five years, you might see, you, you might get this weird announcement that I have a new comic book series coming out. And, uh, you know, I hope that all y'all would pick that up and read it. Read the shit out of that thing because it could be the thing that, that, uh, that, my, that my new uh, movies that I make myself could be based off of. So, uh, all right, y'all. That's all I got for today. Thank you once again for listening. Thanks you. Let me try that again. Thank you once again for listening. Thank you so much for the love and support of this uh, of this project. And uh, yeah, tune in again tomorrow. Peace out.